Olympic torch flaming, we burn so sweet The thrill of victory, the agony defeat We crush slow, flaming deluxe slow Poor, judgment day cometh, conquer, it's war Allow us to Alright, back here on the Sports Grind Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing Spirit the One and Twos Broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios, 877-37-GRIND. All right, so I want to transition to basketball. We do have some breaking news. I see Rob just tweeted, and plus I looked down at my phone. Speaking of the devil, as we count these jobs, we've got another one filled up. Okay, I'm going to get to that here uh, coming out of um, Atlanta. Um, I'll go ahead and... uh, Talk about that here next segment in our last segment. But right now, let's make a because there's this is intriguing to me because there's different ways to look at this and what could be on the horizon uh, in regards to what how Atlanta was handling their uh, head coaching search. All right. But let's transition to basketball. We talked about the Spurs. Um, Look, man, there's really nothing so much more to say. you know, in regards to that, OKC has gone to uh, the number one spot now in the West. Um, I think, you know what, since I've been paying attention, and since you brought up, Jonas, I think you jinxed them. I don't think they won a, one, a third quarter since we've been going back and forth, uh, speaking of the Spurs. They were on that run of about – they picked up two yeah. more before the jinx settled in, but yeah. yeah. I know. But uh, my main thing is identity, man. Just get something going, man. Just get something when you look at at least what's going on. But uh, And, you know, they'll be on NBA TV back at you on Friday against who, who they got coming in. on Friday. That's on NBA TV. I think that is the Kings or who is that? I don't know. But it's on NBA TV tomorrow. Uh, Blazers. Blazers. There yeah, you go. So it's Wemby versus Scoot. And let me tell you something about them Blazers. Chauncey got them dudes finally playing. I, you know, they're, it, it was looking bleak. They're like, man, can I? And that's what I look for, man. Like, turn the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, the little blocks or whatever. Now, Chauncey, they played the game on a protest the other night. They were pissed off because Chauncey thought he didn't get the timeout and call. They, they, you talk about taking one from Dan Campbell, bite, kneecaps, ankles. That's what he has Portland doing right now. They'll sneak up and get you if you ain't ready to play. Uh, but anyway, um, Transitioning. What do you got? Well, just, just I think again when you look at the identity, I, I I feel like we could feel the absence of Trey Jones last night, both offensively and defensively. It was a little little rough. I, I think that they are better with Trey Jones, Jonas. But I, even with Trey Jones in the they're lineup, like five points per hundred possessions. Yeah, even when they're in the lineup, man, there's no. Even when he's there, there, there's no – you can't hang your hat on anything this team does well right now besides Wimby living up to somewhat the expectations. That's pretty much it. Man. Somewhat? No. He, no, we're well, living met, up to he, the ex- – He's well, yeah. met the expectations. Not well, somewhat. He's met the expectations. Well, that's fine. But, but at the end of the day, what good is that going to do if we can't get things going around him or show something going? But, yes, I'm sorry. He has exceeded whatever expectations, even though they think it's a tight race between him and Chet. In, in the Brook of the Year. I told you how I feel about that yesterday. Um, well, when, but- when, when Chet finally turned it on in the third quarter, after Wemby yelled in his face after that one dunk, and then they have the shoving shoving match kind of working its way, when he got when he got fired up and got actually engaged in the game, hmm. uh, Chet was working. Yeah. Um, Chet's, Chet's working good, uh, but when you got a guy, Alexander, that's giving 30 pieces out, that's just getting playing Olay. I mean, you might as well have cones out there, Alexander. But well, that's for most teams, anyway. He's yeah, I what, feel you, 30th, man. Thirtieth, thirty-point game of the season. More than us. More, more than not. 
you know, I, I just, it, it is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. But um, Milwaukee, they played their first game with their new coach or intern coach. And, of course, as anticipated, the media was there uh, waiting to talk to Giannis after the game, which they were victorious yesterday, which when you get a coach fired in the NBA, you got to come out. Like, you talk about locks. You know, there's no lock bets there is, but whenever a coach in the NBA gets fired, I don't give a damn who the intern coach is or whatever, they're going to come out. They have no choice. They're going to come out and play and win that next game. Well, then hammer the Wizards. Yeah, well, Wizards, tell me who they play, though. That's a good question. I mean, to see who they play first, because some teams, the Wizards are horrible. They're just bad. That's not that, uh, that's the Jazz tonight. Yeah. They host the Jazz. Yeah, Wizards bad. You you taking L's to the Spurs in the way they did, and you blow a lead like they did. You you just a bad basketball team. And you know who's getting you know who's getting a lesson. Jordan Poole right now is getting a lesson. Okay, be careful how big headed you get just because you got paid because your ass could end up in the basketball abyss, which is down at the Washington Wizards in the nation's capital right now. But Giannis was able to uh, meet the media and he addressed the situation about the coaching firing. And this is what Giannis said. Um, early in the year, you had said you have a partnership with Adrian. Yes. Sir. Um, obviously, now a change has been made. He's no longer the head coach. I'm just curious how you, what you felt about that partnership. And I don't want to say that it didn't work because y'all are 17 games over 500, but it's obviously a change was made. So I'm just curious how you felt about that time together with him. I feel like he did an unbelievable job. I'm not going to lie there. Whatever speaks for, for itself. did an unbelievable job. You know, he was a great person, easy to talk to. Um, you felt this um, feeling of, uh, how can I say, uh, easiness when you were around him. Um, the record speaks for itself. Like, he was 30 and 13, you know. And at the end of the day, this is the NBA, and sometimes, like, decisions are made. Um, people, it's, it's hard. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, I trust the you know the ownership uh, decision. I trust the front office. Um, they've never uh, they've never did me did me wrong in the past. They've always created a, a great um, atmosphere, a great culture, a winning culture. They always did whatever was the best for the team and for us to be in a position to win. So you just gotta do the same thing here. You just gotta you just gotta trust that this is the best decision for the. Me and the guys, and uh, we just got to go with it. Well, the main part, which I didn't, I you know, I told just get, I didn't be suspicious. So that's my. Oh, that's was, my was, thing. was that one not the no, one you wanted? No, no, it's the, it's the one that's uh, the uh, it's is, the is obvious. It, is it, yeah, is it this one that I, I've got here for you? Yeah, that, that. Well, I mean, that's interesting what you just played too, but that's not the meat of it. But I mean, what you got another one for me? Well, I got I got the one that's going viral. Well, the one of it is the that's the what one, I want to touch on. That, yeah, I've got I mean, the one that's going viral. Yeah, because the this is the deal. Um, and I've, I've been consistent with this. It's the same thing I said about Dame Lillard. It's the same thing sometimes I've said about, yeah, I don't know if KD really fits in that, but I know Dame has. Um, there's another one that slips my mind. But Giannis was asked straight up about the firing of Griffin. And this is what he said. At the end of the day, I, I am not in meetings. Uh, that's been taking place with I don't know who, 
ultimately makes a decision like that probably the GM and the, the, the owners. Um, at this time, I don't know if there's going to be a coach uh, that's going to come and uh, take over. Uh, so I don't want to make assumptions that there's going to be a coach. Obviously, there's uh, uh, a lot of media outlets out there that have uh, put some names out there. But uh, as I said today, my coach is Joe Printy, and I got to respect him. I got to respect that. And um, I cannot assume that we're going to have, you know, uh, in the near future another another coach. When that happened, I can, uh, I can, you know, comment about that more um like i've said about dame willard like i've said about a few others you know um he's not being truthful um you can listen to his voice and tell he's a little bit uncomfortable um but this is my thing and it, and it goes in life in general like if you're going to play the part and, and, and you want to, you know, make it be known through articles about this is my team. And, you know, uh, when it's like, oh, I've got to make sure everybody's on the same page where they have moved heaven to hell and high earth for Giannis in the last 24 months. And to sit there and try to really tell millions of people that you're not in meetings, you don't know this and this um it's not truthful and, and and to me i don't like if you're and this is the thing like everybody wants to be the lebron like everybody wants to have their control like lebron started this okay mike didn't really start it kobe didn't start it okay um Magic kind of was going through it, but didn't even really know what he was doing while he was going through it. It was a different time. But what I talk about, LeBron started, LeBron started the power, the, the player empowerment. He gave the blueprint to show like, look, man, we really control our own destiny. If you don't, if you, this is how you hold a franchise accountable. You don't sign six, seven, eight year contracts. You sign three with an option to keep their feet to the fire. LeBron burped all these dudes. But you know what the difference is? Is LeBron's going to have to answer the question a little bit differently. And LeBron, like I've been saying, gets the heat. If you want to do that, then handle it and sit there and handle it and answer the question different. Don't sit there and basically, you know, go R. Kelly all over me and tell me it's raining. Okay. You're too old. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, it's just one of those things, funny. It's just one of those things like, come on, Giannis. And, you know, I didn't hear the parts you played first. Let me comment on that. Because when you talk about going viral, what also is going viral, there's two or three incidents where him and Griffin's having a conversation at the check-in score during the game. There's one that Giannis got pulled out because of Giannis restrictions. He had a problem. He checked himself right back in the game before he sat down. There's another one where they have a disagreement or whatever. So the whole thing, it was a good part, which I thought was a good question and a good, you know, not as good as the guy I'm going to get to what happened in Dallas last night. But it was a good to sit there and say, hey, well, the relationship or whatever. Look, um, let me go to Jonas's question. Well, Calvin, how do you want him to answer it? Okay, so when the question, you know what's coming. I mean, you know what's coming. Say, hey, you know, Griffin makes it. Hey, well, you know what? Um, look, we've done good. We're still in first. But evidently, you know, management. Decided they want to make a decision, you know, um, 
I've talked to the guys. You know, we're going to move forward, but, you know, we thank for what he's done, but I guess the organization's moving forward. Don't go out of the way. Well, and and that's what he the, said in, in the, the first piece. Yeah, but the, the, the first piece, Jonas, is fluff, bro. The first piece is basically trying to debunk what everybody can see with their eyes. Everybody knows that you are not getting along with him. Everybody knows is that there, there's not a move made in Milwaukee with the Bucks without Giannis. He wanted to show us everybody that they went out and did everything they could to get Dame Lillard. They said that everybody's commitment. Here's your 124 million extension, Giannis. He has been and he has every right to be more vocal. But if you're in the seat, take the heat. And that goes in life. I can't stand people that basically run around saying I'm this and this and oh yes. I'm, I'm it's no different to where if you claim that you're all this, then what is it then? Then then take what comes with that. Everybody thinks they're an entrepreneur and claims that they're business or whatever, but are you really taking the responsibilities of what it takes to take all that heat or you're just basically sitting there latching on and seeing what you could do? It's a life lesson, man, and I, and I like Giannis, man, I do, but I believe in fair, equal opportunity and treatment. We just finished celebrating Dr. King this past January. He said he had a dream of all men being created equal and treated equal, and that's what I'm doing to the Greek freak. He's been Americanized. He's been given the power. Having your older, your younger brother, the middle brother, having all them on the on the roster, making Milwaukee go ahead and sign them too. That's not enough, and he's taken to a limit. And that's what we all do as humans. But don't sit there because this is what I said about this is what made my butt itch about Dame Lillard. These guys that want to sit there and quote out cryptic messages, change your profile from the team, stop following the team, and then reporters start going Jim Gray on people's asses, impressing you with it. I don't know where that's coming from. It's on them. Nah, man, take the heat. We know what's up. So to me, it's going to be interesting. And then again, the follow-up, well, uh, there's reports uh, that, you know, uh, there's coaches, but I don't want to speculate. You know, there's rumors. No, man, Dirty Doc. And Milwaukee and Giannis has been having conversations about the last couple weeks about who was coming in to coach in. Okay, so we'll see how it happens. Doc wasn't with the team last night. The intern was there. They won. Who does the Bucks have next? Jones, do we know? Um, and they haven't. I think they're finishing a back to back with Cleveland. And they have made it official, right? Doc is getting this gig. Or has it not even been official yet? Again, we haven't had an announcement. Uh, it is Cleveland really quick tomorrow. And then they'll, they'll play the Pelicans, yeah. uh, both games at home. Um, and then when you get to the Doc Rivers piece, there is a report from uh, Real GM. Uh, it breaks down you know, basketball, coaches, contracts, right. and all that. Just, we have there, what, f- I think it's three years, um, about 20, uh, 30 and a half million. I'll pull the exact numbers for you. I was just seeing it come across my ticker. Damn, they given Doc three years, 30 million? Jeez. Um, look, yeah, it's sorry, a, four years, 40 million. So about 10 million. Uh, shams uh, this morning. So it's official. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so right now they're still pay, paying three coaches then. They're paying wow. Adrian Griffin. Uh, they're still pay- paying Coach Bud. Um, so, GMs today, Doc Rivers is signing a contract through the 26-27 season worth the, worth the range of $40 million to be the Bucks head coach. Giannis has got him by the yang gang, man. Giannis got them paying three coaches and his extension and taking on Dame's salary. If you believe your theory. 
Uh, I just believe what the NBA is. Giannis is in the NBA. And everybody's a villain. He's No, he's just a superstar. I mean, but the thing of it is, Giannis to me is Mickey Mouse. That's his nickname for me. Because Mickey Mouse is my Mickey Mouse theory. They're a monopoly. Disney runs a monopoly. They've bought up over 100 companies nationwide in the last 10, 15 years. Nobody's been on National Capitol Hill talking about, are you a monopoly? Are you trading it? Bezos, uh, Bill Gates, everybody. You know why? Because it's a mouse. Everybody likes Mickey. It's Giannis. And, Oz, and and just a big, you know, move on from Giannis. Who, I've yet to hear, besides Gilbert Arenas on Club Shea last night that came through my feed, Gilbert Arenas wanted to know who who is Doc sleeping with? Meaning, like, how does he keep getting these chances? Like, And if you look at it, Doc has a job lined up after he's already fired. So to me, the back off Giannis, nobody even saying nothing about this with Doc Rivers either. You know why? Because Doc is another one that, hey, hey, man, shake hands, keep it nice. It's, it's all dirty. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, I'm pretty sure Doc's going to be with the team maybe by tomorrow or start the next week. But we'll see. When we get back, before we talk about the breaking news and another coaching hire, I wanted to talk about Luka Doncic and his exchange with a reporter yesterday and what happened to the Mavs last night against the Suns. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, spin the one and twos. We'll be back. Texas summers can get hot, but now they're blazing with the new Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix. The latest addition to the Zing Zang lineup brings the same great, bold, and delicious taste that you already know, only much hotter. Shake things up with Zing Zang Blazing Bloody Mary mix made with premium ingredients and crafted for a bold and savory taste, whether with your favorite vodka or with the pre-mixed ready-to-drink cans. Zing Zang, America's favorite Bloody Mary and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please Zing Zang responsibly. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. I toss and turn, I keep stressing my mind, mind I look for peace, but see I don't attain what I need for keys to silly game we play. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. Today's show was presented by Dosecchi's Get a Dose, and we have been broadcasting here from the Maestro de Bell Tequila Studios. And this last segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang, two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out all their pre made alcoholic drinks. They come in different flavors. But whatever you do, just make sure you Zing Zang responsibly. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports crime. All right. Uh, keeping it moving. Um, before we get into the uh, next job that was filled here in the NFL, 
um, sticking with the NBA theme. Uh, for one, that we noticed, the, as we alluded to earlier, the Denver Nuggets are um, in in the garden tonight. Um, the Knicks have really been red hot. I mean, since that trade, I think they've only lost like one game, I think, since the trade. Uh, they made that trade. So this should be a good test for the Nuggets. You know, I'm really like paying attention to Denver, how they handle themselves on the road. Um, I know as being defending champs, I know what they can do at home. Uh, but this should be another good test for the for Denver on the road against the Knicks. Uh, so you've got that going on. But last night in Dallas, um, the Mavericks end up falling uh, to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, that gave up really a horrible. Speaking of third quarters, I mean the Mavericks got toasted forty three to twenty in the third quarter, and they eventually to go on to lose one thirty two to one oh nine to the Suns. And the story came out of this was Luca getting a fan removed, uh, a heckler uh, removed, and um, he was confronted about it uh, by Tim McMahon of the Four Letter Network. And after the game, Tim kind of came and said, hey, you know, can you talk about paraphrase? Can you talk about the exchange, the fan, and whatever like that? Now, mind you, Tim McMahon tweeted this out, and I guess he's sitting like two rows or right behind the guy who's yelling these things at Luca. okay? Um, he had tweeted out saying that the gentleman in the crowd was saying, hey, get your fat butt on a treadmill and get back something around the, uh, you know, um, of those lines. I'm pretty sure Jones is looking up the Zach quotes here. Uh, what was said now, Tim McMahon, it, you know, it was asked about that. He asked the Luca and immediately Luca, let it be known that evidently he's got some type of animosity or feeling toward McMahon for, him putting out there. He just said, oh, I knew you'd be the first one to put this out there. And you put so much negative stuff out there about me and about me. Now, credit to Tim McMahon, which I thought it was excellent, which I should have told you pulled up that audio, but I didn't. But Tim McMahon, he kind of pushed back. And and I and I like it. Like, if you're going to be the journalist to go down there to, to you know, the questions, you're going to tweet things out. Um, he came back and pushed like, hold on, wait a minute. First of all, you know, majority of the things I put about you is positive. And at the end of the day, and that's what was said. And it looks like, well, is that the only thing he was said? Did you hear other things? That wasn't the thing that he said. And like he said, hey, well, that was the thing you reacted to. It's like the sensitive, the sensitive fat joke was the one that you basically reacted to. So it went back a little bit forth. You've seen it. I'm pretty sure people listen to us now have seen it. You'll see it later. What I take away from it is, you know, again, and I've had this discussion, as y'all know, about Luca on this program uh, for the last few years. Uh, first of all, if we just stick to this year. Um, the Mavericks are not doing anything if they don't make some type of commitment to defense. And I get it. You know, Pop brought it up again like a week ago or a few days ago and talking about this is what the fans wanted, this and this. As a matter of fact, Kevin Durant even alluded to it when you're talking about you've got bigs such as Embiid going for 70. 
I mean, you got big guys that are shooting three. So the league has wanted this offensive explosion, and I do believe there's still good defensive teams in the league that will be sitting there hosting and playing for the Larry O'Brien Trophy at some point. Like, you can go through 82 and just let's run up. Let's go old ABA 140 to 138, 120. It's like, who's playing defense? But the reality of it is there's good defensive teams are getting stops on demand when they need to to win games, and Dallas is nowhere close. And the reason why they're not close is because of their leader doesn't want any now at the beginning of the season he was talking about it okay but as time goes on it's like he doesn't even want to look like he has anything to want to do with defense and i'm going to steady keep putting look evidently just like Giannis, just like the nba luca runs it in dallas Okay, and I feel as a championship, a champion coach and a player, speaking of a player, now a coach, one of the greats to ever do it. And Jason Kidd, it's upsetting that they're not holding Luka to a better accountability of defense. Now, let's talk about the fat shaming from the heckler and the crowd. You know. If this is the one thing, now Luca claims there's other things that said he didn't want to repeat it, but in defense to, uh, to McMahon, like he said, that's the one you reacted to. Get your fat butt on a treadmill and get back in shape. What did I say? Last, like the year coming into last year, he was in the best shape he's been since he's been over here in the season playing at NBA. Because why? Because he's playing for his country team around that time, the qualifying Olympics. He was ready to go. This year, he came into decent shape, but not as good as he was last year. And then all of a sudden now in itself, it's almost like damn near like you hanging out with Zion a little bit. You've kind of got a shape somehow while still playing. Um, that's one. The other part that I get, and this isn't just Luca. I'm not just going to pile on Luca on this because I think this is a culture of sports in the NBA, especially because they're they're heavy on there. But I w- I'm not going to leave NFL immune to it. I don't really see too much of it in baseball. I don't f- you know? Yes, I, I I pay attention to hockey. You know, for the most part, occasionally on nights to nights. But I don't really know they're off the field or who's what, who's tweeting what. The problem I got though, and I'm going to use Luca since he's the one that's basically, you know acting like this moment but it ain't just exclusive to him if you can look you've got local maybe you've got like a radio interview you've got to do after the game with a local feed then you go in sometimes you shower sometimes you don't you go and then you have to go get your obligation to meet with the media the fact that and i believe this ejection he asked the player to get the fan to get ejected by the fourth quarter or whatever um it's probably around the fourth they told him to leave i think by the time you get to that interview and that sitting at that podium, it is alarming to me that you already know what a reporter tweeted. So whether it was Luca going to check his phone or somebody, you know, check like, hey, man, you see what Tim and man, bro? yeah, he looked this, look, whatever. The point is, it is disgusting when you give up 40 points in a quarter and you get beat down by a team that is basically has championship aspirations and Dallas acquiring Kyrie Irving supposed to have championship aspirations. You can re- you can be cocked and loaded when you come in to confront a reporter that tweeted out. So you already know that what's on Twitter. That's to me, I've got a problem with that. That's bad. That that sums it up right there. Why are you, you just got your ass kicked and you're sitting there telling me that you're worried or you're running to to see what somebody tweeted about you, a reporter? 
I mean, there's sometimes that I basically get messages from Facebook messages, whatever. And I do the show, I usually see them. But sometimes I get messages from fans, whatever, listeners, that I, sometimes I don't respond to until hours later, a day later. Sometimes I only respond because by the time I see them, it's too late and the conversation's going on. But to sit there and be at this level in the NBA and knowing that you're in this arena public, you're that, you mean to tell me that, like, this ain't going home and looking at like, oh, that guy, Timmy, man, that guy hates me. Yeah, man, you always got, this is smack dab coming in in the post game that's a problem that shows you all you need to know and it's not just luca man that's sports in some of these generations that's ridiculous well, for what it's worth booker also referenced the the tweet after the game too and i still feel like that's 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 terrible i mean that's the thing that you're you're the, the, to me that's why i say fuck, for what it's worth yeah no, the it's the player it's, on the no. other sideline had seen it before he got to the media as well. But Jonas, I said at the beginning, the take it's not it. Luke is the one that's doing it, but this goes for everybody. This goes to this generation that's checking phones at halftime, tweeting right after the game. I mean, come on, man! You just gave up forty, man, a forty piece in a quarter. And the truth of it is, and you know, Luca didn't want to say what was said. But it's like he was asked, like, well, why did you wait this long to kick him out? Well, there was other things to say. Then why did you wait till this? Because you know why? Because it hit home and that was sensitive. And and look, man, you're like Lucas making what? About 40 a year? 40, 50 million dollars a year? I mean, he just got a new deal not too long ago. Heckling has been going on in professional sports forever. There are, and, and this has been a big topic because of Russell Westbrook and incidents of going to Utah in the stands, racial thing. There are things that are off limits that players should not be a subject to just because a fan paid money for a ticket or whatever like that, like racial stuff, you know, stuff about wives, mothers. Okay, get your fat butt on a treadmill. That's what sets you off, Luca sensitive ass that's what set you off evidently there's something to it you're a professional athlete man they're gonna heckle then do something about it evidently it's true but this is on jason kidd and this is on mark cuban and i can tell you right now i've got a lot of respect for mark cuban mark cuban his focus right now is getting basically a casino partnership done for the state of texas he just sold a stock of his ownership in dallas in the team so the question is who the hell is policing luka Doncic, man Nobody on that team is going to play defense. Oh, and by the way, and I've got respect for Mark Cuban. Mark, if we want to talk about, you know, as we talk about getting over the hump with Kyle Shanahan and things like that, Mark Cuban has screwed this organization over a few times with chasing the name and making a move. You traded a couple of your best defensive players to go get Kyrie Irving. And the patch with him, Luke. And what has suffered? The defense in Dallas. There's no D in D been telling y'all about this man and he took the bait i don't bang on people pause just to bang on them i it's, it's what i see and i know what i'm seeing because evidently it comes to the light and the one thing he said not about your country not about your girlfriend your mama get your fat butt on the trade oh that's it and when he was asked well why didn't you say anything well team got fans pay the ticket so i know they pay the ticket but i want to man come on they ain't winning a damn thing until Luka gets. He can do all the passes. He can do his ISO, the dribble, the back end, hit 41 night, go explode for 18 and a quarter. And they ain't winning a damn thing until he makes it, until he learns how to spell defense. But props to Tom and man, because Tom challenged, like, what are you talking about, man? Most of the stuff I talk to you about is true. I mean, excuse me, is, is positive. That was bad.
But we're going to run. And if, and if, and, and again, they won. So if Devin Booker want to sit there and show it and talk or whatever, I mean, what is Devin Booker? Is he going to Kashi? Is he running to is he running to to Luca? Hey man, look, look. I know he should. Did you see Tom tweeted? Just bad. Bad. Just bad. But anyway, uh we'll see how they respond. But they they're Luca has I mean, and you know what? One gets killed for it because it's kind of more out of control. But one, Zion and his weight, Luca. Everybody in the building knows. Everybody and their mom can see what's going. He's not in athlete shape type of form. And he's got to get there. And I've been saying this since, what are we, 2024 now? I've been saying this since 2022, 21. But go ahead. We weren't talking about his shape when he was on a, on a tear there in early December. Um, to, to, to bring the humanitarian side to it all, he, he, he does have a two-month-old at home. So, uh, remember that's because that's what sparked his his run, or uh, to the, according to stories and stuff like that, it was right after he had his daughter in early December. He his stats just shot up, and everybody was like, "Oh, since becoming a dad, Luca's uh, Luca's you know ter- taking down the league." So he's got a two month old at home. They got personal stuff going on. Zion now has uh, at least one kid on the way. Let me tell you something, man. They are people outside of the court. Let me tell you something, man. I've been a stepdaddy. Did you have a back in nineteen? Look, man. Look, let me just phrase. I've been a stepdaddy. I know people that got kids uh, that deal with real, real stuff from day to day. Okay, and got to come in here whether I'm in the mood or not for three hours to go on live TV, uh, live radio. And entertain people that are looking for me to get them through their day for two or three hours. I don't give a damn if he had twins. Okay? If they're not attacking your wife, your family, and the one thing that what? The truth hurts. You ever heard that saying? The truth hurts. He is not in NBA shape. He's never really. The only time Luke has been in NBA. And you can say, well, people wouldn't talk. I wasn't talking about him. Because I'm not going to come in here and talk about Luke. All oh, Luke was on this score 30. We know he can score. Okay? It's the same thing I say about the Spurs. We knew Wimby was going to be a generational. What the hell is surrounding him? What also is Luca? Yeah, we know you can score. What are you doing to lead your team? How close are you away from a chip? Joker in the Maha City. Y'all seen the kid pictures? The first few years, you seen him. Cheeks. Bigger than mine. And his ass was laboring up and down the court in 5280, I think it is, above sea level. In, high, in altitude. Mike Malone ran his ass. Like, was on him. Team was a, what did, what, what did Joker do? Get in shape. And look at how he plays now. He outworks most everybody. Joker wasn't doing that in the first few years. He took it serious. I'm waiting on Luka Doncic. Doncic Put down the vaping. Relax on the fast cars. And that 50 million or whatever you're doing, get in better game shape. Whoever that fan was probably did the whole damn Mavs organization and it's even a favor. The only time he came into shape is when his ass was playing for his home country last year with the Olympics. And not only that, Jason Kidd at that time and Mark Cuban, they called him out once subliminally about his weight. But also Mark Cuban got his hands in this because then you, you changed Brunson, some of your best defensive players, so you can get Kyrie Irving. It reminds me of the time they won the chip. 
They didn't give a chance to go ahead. Mark didn't give a chance for that team to back up. What do you want to do? He wanted to go chase Dwight Howard. He wanted to go chase, uh, you know, Derrick Williams. That's all I'm saying. Real quick before we get out of here, we've got uh, some breaking news that came down the wire. Speaking of the NFL, Adam Scheffner, the Atlanta Falcons have made a decision, and they have hired Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, known on this particular program, Radio Raheem, is back and having a second opportunity as a coach, a head coach in the NFL. And I am very happy for Radio Raheem. I think he is part of, you know, like I said, McVay did his best coaching job I've seen, even better than what he did the year they won the Super Bowl this year with this Rams team. And Raheem had this defense playing as well, too. And I'm happy for them. Uh, you know, Raheem, his whole family, for getting the opportunity and a second chance. That's what we want. I mean, because most in the community, most African-American coaches don't get second opportunities, especially in the NFL. So this is a start to break that mold who is it coming from though arthur blank hot atlanta chocolate city of the south but when you get past that what do you what do i look at it what do i take away from this bill belichick which we were just talking about it in the first hour had two interviews okay raheem i don't know how many he had but they made it to go another direction now bill belichick it makes me wonder is the control situation an issue because, like, Jones, this is a defensive-minded coach in Raheem. They've got – Atlanta's got, what, the fifth pick overall? They're picking top six, top five. They're going to be looking at a quarterback. But they went defensive, but maybe, like Jones, we are talking about Brink, he brought a good point. Maybe he brings somebody from the McVay tree. But Bill Belichick is very interesting to me. Is he asking still for too much control? Is he being humbled in some of these meetings? Or – is there still some mystery teams out there that currently have a coach, but they haven't just made that call to basically hire Bill? Very interesting, man, that Radio Raheem out of Harbaugh was scheduled for two second interview. L.A., uh, you know, the Spanos didn't let him get away. Bill has had two interviews, and Raheem walks away with the job. Must have blew him away in the interview. But congratulations to him. All eyes on Washington and Seattle. That's our last two, huh, to fill? And there were two. Woo! Be interesting. All right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Mr. Jonas Clark. San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, Lubbock, people up in Tyler, people up in the Mile High City in Denver, Colorado, and people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you, the stews button, before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow. When life sounds too much like this, it's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Maestro Dobel Tequila was born from 11 generations of tequila-making legacy. It is sourced from a single estate in the volcanic lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico, using the finest 100% blue agave. Double distilled and aged in European white oak barrels, Maestro Dobel's commitment to innovation isn't only to discover new ways of distilling and aging, it's about elevating and crafting a superior tequila that is the essence of mastery. 
Maestro Dobel is the official tequila of the PGA Tour and an official sponsor of the sports grind. Please drink responsibly. It's time to warm up that scoreboard and get ready to bring home the win with Specs. Specs has you covered with lower prices on all your favorite fan fuel. From craft beer, rare spirits, and world-class wine to chips, dips, and gourmet finer foods. And with same-day delivery when you order online or through the app, Specs is your MVP for the biggest score of the game. At Specs, the fun starts here. Here's to you, Shout. cheers to savings. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 